2: This is Dave Ramsey the Dave Ramsey Show, heard weekdays at 5, on Business 1440, KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Republicans working to execute their first major legislative achievement of the President's uh, administration appear to have secured the votes. They need to pass a massive tax overhaul, the one the President hoped to present to the American people just in time for Christmas. Republican Congressman Kevin Brady thinks they do have the votes.
3: Uh, I do know we'll be returning Monday to begin the rules process. Uh, The votes in the House and Senate uh, will... Uh, Occur after that.
2: It is the widest ranging reshaping of the tax code in three decades. The fourth largest wildfire in California state history continues to grow and threaten thousands of homes despite armies of fire crews and fleets of bulldozers. And aircraft The blaze northwest of Los Angeles grew by 3,000 acres overnight. And although Santa Ana winds did ease on Friday, they are expected to return with a vengeance. Over the weekend, the fire is so large that winds on one end may be gustier than those on the other side. This is SRN News.
1: Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike as they'll be discussing your retirement plan, your nest egg dollars. If you look at the averages out there, when it comes to dollars saved for retirement, the future looks bleak for many Americans. Alan Mike will be sharing tips to help build those retirement accounts and help you build a better future. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440, or call them today with your questions at 855 231 6010.
0: Thinking about life insurance? If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-721-4880. That's 800-721-4880.
1: 800-721-4880. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health-issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states.
4: Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440.
0: It's the King Banyan Show, where you'll be subjected to the likes of Joan Armitrading, Captain Beefheart, and Janet Yellen on Business 1440.
5: He's a good man and thorough.
3: Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. You know, so John, I have a task for you. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, on uh, the 1st of February, uh, I'll be speaking along with uh, fellow economists uh, Luke Greiner, uh, Nematha Perry and... Uh, Ruth, uh, uh, new, uh, i don't even know how to say your last name so <laughs> to heck with that uh but i'll be speaking at our winter institute uh, and they've asked me to come up with walk-up music <laughs> so that's my task <laughs> i like this okay i'm not sure if this is it but your taste is is merging <laughs> with mine very well
6: <laughs> i think i think we should come up with a piece for walk-up music a piece for walk-up music. It's going to be in February, right? So i got a little time right, to work yeah, on it. Right, you got a little time to think about it. Okay.
3: Okay, and, and uh, obviously no more than 30 seconds. Yep. And, then, and then, of course, uh, if you go to stcloudstate.edu slash winter institute, um, you can, of course, uh, register to come join us. Uh, it'll be 5 p.m. on February 1st um, at uh, the 912 Regency Plaza. In, here in St. Cloud on Germain, across the street from the beautiful Paramount Theater um and uh, I invite you to join us uh here for that um I've had I've had uh I've had uh you know King Banyan show listeners come up from the Twin Cities to be part of it uh it'll be a lot of fun I hope you can hope you can join us uh the next day the whole day is uh, Winter Institute including uh Ed Glazer who um as I frequently try to do, I will effort to get him to do a segment with us to sort of uh, preview his remarks here at Winter Institute as we get closer to the event in on the first weekend of February, just just before the Super Bowl, just before the Super Bowl. Um, we're on that same weekend. We're, we're we're actually the Thursday, Friday, and the Super Bowl happens on Sunday, uh, as always. So. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. What's your grade for Janet Yellen? Okay. I really didn't think she was going to turn out this well, but um, she did better than I thought, and it's tempting to give her a fairly high grade. But there was always something about Bernanke's answers, and Bernanke, I. I realize I grade him better than I think I grade most people. I gave him, as I recall, a, a pretty solid uh, B plus for his time at the Fed. It's just not clear to me what else, what other people could have done. I gave him a B plus. I give I give Yellen a B minus. I thought it could have been worse than it turned out to be. She was she was okay. She finally got us off the off the floor of of the zero interest rate boundary although I think she waited longer than she should have to get us there. But I think she did all right. And the minus might seem uncharitable but she had the habit which I've been exposing here for the last half hour on the show I've been if you didn't listen to the first hour I'll I'll recap this for you. She has this habit of Sort of, uh, sort of giving and allowing you to say your view your view of the world, like the tax cut has a big impact on supply. But then, when you sort of point out, well, what that means, this that means that, and you you haven't gone to that to that, she hems and haws and falls back on on what I'll call, and this may seem uncharitable, and I apologize, but what I would call Keynesian nostrums. Sort of a, uh, almost a knee-jerk Keynesianism. And my best example from that, from the from the press conference, was in this question and answer with uh, uh, Benjamin Applebaum from the New York Times. Uh, are the question and answer together? But I'd like to just, I'd like to just play the question part first, please. Benjamin Applebaum, the New York Times. I, I'm struggling to reconcile the pieces of the economic outlook that you've described today. You've basically. You've said that you are expecting a tax package to deliver a significant stimulus uh, and that it will be on the demand side. Uh, you expect growth to be faster. You expect unemployment to be lower. And yet somehow inflation is going to remain at 2% for the foreseeable future. Could you describe what has changed about your economic assessment so that everything has changed except inflation? Stop there. That's, so that was the point I was making in the previous hour. And I was aware that Applebaum has this question i've I've got the transcript in front of me, so i've been reading I've been reading while uh, while uh john's been playing the clips and and he just basically that one just absolutely calls out there's an inconsistency in in the forecast madam do, how do you explain it? Listen to the answer
4: well, you know the projections that um we're showing you today, many factors um, went into that fiscal policy being one of a number of different factors. And, um, you know, you're looking at 16 participants who have made adjustments to their economic outlook for a whole variety of reasons, including, in some cases, Rethinking some of the fundamentals that went into their um, original forecast. So there have been modifications in different directions by different participants. So it's, I would caution you about the dangers of looking at the median and acting like that is one individual who has made a a change to their forecast. Okay, stop
3: there. Uh, I I probably should have played the next... Can you just play the next uh, 10 seconds?
4: Uh, That's a leap that isn't quite justified, but look, generally... Stop there.
3: That's a leap that isn't quite justified. She's chastising the the reporter for his interpretation of a forecast they've released that has an inconsistency. And her justification for it is, well, you know... There's a whole bunch of things that went into that. Do you have different participants adjusting things maybe they were wrong before and they've moved toward a more right position? I't You can't really just do that the way you did that. So she doesn't confront the question and just sort of uh, blows off the premise of the que- premise of the question itself. She has this habit and it is it is her it is her keynesianism that is that i think is there because she can't give in to the fact that if you forecast that the tax package is going to influence aggregate demand that as a result of that inflation will still stay just where it is now unless you thought somehow inflation was going to decline Away from the two percent criteria, and that that aggregate demand shift was just going to bring us back to where we were before. In which case, Madam, you shouldn't be increasing interest rates. By your own logic. But of course, she did. So, for that reason. So, to me, if when someone says, "Well, who gets an A on your on your report card?" Okay, as a as a chair of the Federal Reserve, my answer is always Paul Volcker. Paul Volcker is the gold standard, um, and then uh, 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 then, then uh, W. Mariner Eccles, who you won't unless you're a historian of the Federal Reserve, you won't remember because he's from the 1950s and early 1960s. Um, I would grade those two as being the A's. I always graded Greenspan as being, being a solid B who was called a maestro for reasons that were external to his own efforts. And I actually give Bernanke a higher grade than I gave Greenspan. I give Yellen a lower grade. And these are graduate school grades. So when, Mr. when, when, when John asked me, am I grading on a curve? No, but to me a C is a failure. William Miller in the 1970s is probably the only person who I thought should get an F. Arthur Burns, the, the Fed chair during during Nixon's time, um, should be no more than a C, which is a gentlemanly way of saying you failed because he, in essence, facilitated the growth that led into the 1972 election and and hid behind wage and price controls to juice the economy to make – to make Nixon look better in '72, not not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna handle that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving him, I'm not giving him a, a a good grade for that. And if you say pass fail, I mean, who's <laughs> crashed the car? I mean, I mean, if you're gonna do pass fail, what does fail mean? Okay, I think 1979 is a fail. Okay, you can't call that, you you can't call that anything other than fail. So so Bill Miller fail. Lucky for the lucky for us, the, one of the one of the things that uh, that uh, President Carter got right was the choice of Paul Volcker, who's who's a Democrat through and through, but was a fantastic chair of the Federal Reserve. He changed policy dramatically, and stopped inflation in its tracks. Yes, we went through a recession, but it was, if there was a way to get through that period without a recession nobody's nobody's described it for me in a satisfactory way yet so I'm inviting you okay I know you guys are out there who have strong views about what the Fed does what's your grade what's your grade as as Janet Yellen rides off to georgetown what what do you give her do you give her do you do you think a b minus is too high do you think I was too generous in my grading Tell me why. I'd be interested in that. Okay? I don't grade her as highly as I do Bernanke or Greenspan or Voker. She certainly but I will tell you if I started thinking she was gonna be she was gonna be a C, an Arthur Burnsish kind of uh, Fed chair, she did a little better than that. Okay? And she certainly was no William Miller. Whew. Um if you ever want, if you ever think you want to learn all that history in copious detail, um, I, I Alan Meltzer's uh, trilogy of books on the history of the Federal Reserve—it's about fifteen hundred pages. Yes, I've read them all. That's why you listen to me here on the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty.
1: need to make every second count so when are you going to have time to think of and shop for her perfect gift go to wicks and jewelers this is the season when the highly trained wicks and staff really shines they focus all their attention on you you'll be amazed at how easy they make it and at their unmatched selection of diamonds and fine watches how much better will you feel tomorrow knowing that today you bought her exactly what she wants wicks and jewelers just off 35 w at 99th and lindale bloomington
6: open today 10 till 6 and tomorrow noon to 5 these soldiers' greetings are brought to you by 511 Tactical in Richfield.
0: Hi, I'm First Lieutenant Casey Rodriguez. I'm stationed here at lovely Spengdalm Air Base, Germany. Honors my friends and family, happy holidays, and soon to be happy new year. I'll be home soon.
6: 511 Tactical is a proud supporter of the Folds of Honor Foundation, helping military families' lives. For info on how to get involved, visit the blog page at 511tactical.com. 511 Tactical would like to thank our servicemen and women all around the world and wish them a happy holidays.
1: Guys, to the man cave. There's a show in the Twin Cities that's about good cigars, good friends, and good times. It's Smokin' with Gino and the Count. We may not have a million bucks, but we sure the heck know how to live like we do. So each
6: week, join us, the men who love cigars, and the women who love us. Listen to Smoking with Gino and the Count, Saturdays at 5 on Business 1440.
7: The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Include search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station.
4: When it comes down to investing your hard-earned money the right way, you need honest answers. There is no need to be intimidated or embarrassed. Learn the skills to understand how the markets work to get the best results. Hi, this is Marty Young from Online Trading Academy. Join us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250 on your cell phone, use keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com.
0: Tis the holiday season. People packed in the malls. I get so lonely, stuck between these walls. where well, local police, them took the wind from my sail. Mm, Christmas in jail. I can taste that turkey and my mom's roast. Welcome
3: back, King Canyon Show. Cookies, oh, I was hosting a party this week. Better. I would absolutely play this song. If you're hosting a party this week and you want this, get yourself over to Spotify. And in that upper left hand search box type Spotify colon user colon KYCR underscore studio. That's Spotify colon user colon KYCR underscore studio. You know what? I just had a I've just had a vision. Janet Yellen has a rejoin just for me <laughs> that announces the show. <laughs> I'm Janet Yellen. I got a B-minus on the King and Show on Business 1440.
6: She'll be available here soon, won't she? I think we should be able to do
3: that, don't you? I really do.
6: I think you're right.
3: Uh, I think we could do that. Uh, we should figure it out. Anyway, 651-289-4477. Um, it'd be... I, I, well, so... Thank you, Miss. Thank you, Miss Yellen, and uh, good luck in the in the next step of your life. I have in front of me the conference report of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Um, it was posted on the uh, House Rules Committee website sometime late uh, yesterday. Um, I've been trying to read it and. Uh, and I obviously haven't found everything because I I posted something I thought was was pretty much spot on from the New York Times, and sure enough, there was a mistake. Uh, one of our one of my followers at uh, at uh, Pound KBRS, uh, David Young, I don't know anything about Mr. Young except uh, except that uh, pointed out that there was an error in terms of the uh, worldwide tax rate on on earnings um, and, and the repatriation of uh, of uh, of uh, earned income earned abroad for multinational corporations, now fifteen and a half percent for cash and equivalents, eight uh, percent for other assets. Um, that is um, so. If you want to read it, it the 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 language of the report and the explanations run over eleven hundred 1,100 pages, eleven oh one to be precise, and. I would point and I would say it's here on a Friday and there'll be votes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So they are giving you time to read it. What are they saying about it? What are they saying, saying about the bill? Okay, this so we now have we now have from the conference committee report. They're saying that the typical family of four earning the median family income of seventy three thousand dollars. Receives a tax cut of two thousand and fifty nine dollars. Yes, for a while. Now, what's interesting is is uh, there's a lot of talk right now about the fact that the bill is not polling well with the public. But what it does, and this this piece I'm reading, I should I should uh, I should uh, get this up up for you on Twitter. I will in, at the next break, but. The language of the bill is that it is very it's very interesting in that it it has it kept most of the Senate language as I've explained to people who asked me asked me I had a, a chance to speak to a uh, uh, the the St. Cloud Chambers uh, young leaders uh, 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 group they have a series of of trainings and they have a government day. Uh, and they invited me to come in. It's my favorite one. It's like my favorite talk to give because I get to talk about the creation of the Constitution, and and I get to play Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bill, and I, all that. I, I love that. It's so much fun, and it's a lot of fun to have them asking questions about about state and federal government and how it's created. and And it was interesting because we could actually show them, right? Because when I'm in, when I'm just a bill, right? bill actually gets passed by the house and it gets passed by the senate they never mention the they 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 don't mention a conference committee and so i showed them okay this is what a conference committee is this is what it does and they've come back with this right and as i said to that group at, at the time just the math of this thing you need 50 you need 50 votes plus uh Vice President Pence is the tiebreaker in the Senate. There are only 52 Republicans, and the Democrats have been fairly clear that they will not be casting a single vote for this bill. Okay. So it's gonna so they now have a hundred percent agreement from the from the Senate on this, but that's why the bill looks so much closer to what the Senate passed than what the House passed. If you are a if you are uh, someone that does not own a business, you probably should be happy about that because the, the Senate bill probably had more in it for individuals than the House bill did. And, and more to the point, the House bill had more things that would have imposed costs on the individual side in order to provide additional credits on the business side. The the corporate rate is still dropped from from thirty five to twenty one percent rather than twenty. Um, the ch- the the child tax credit does does get get moved from a thousand to two thousand. If you have sufficient income, um, if you if you have sufficient income to uh, or income tax liability to write off two thousand, you can. If you have if you have federal tax liability of under $1,400, they will let you refund, they will pay you the difference between your tax bill and the $1,400. They now are saying new mortgages are going to get capped. The interest rate deduction will be available up to $750,000. For most, of that, for most of us, that's fine. If you live in New York or Silicon Valley, that's not going to be fine. There's still going to be some, some cap on that. I had a conversation with a very good friend, um, a very good friend. In fact, a, a fellow I play golf with fairly regularly. He's a partner in a fairly, uh, fairly good-sized uh, accounting firm. Most of his income is taken in the, in the form of pass through. Um, the bill the bill in its form as I was hearing uh, uh, Hugh Hewitt on his show over on AM 1280 earlier this week rail against this piece lawyers, accountants and doctors, if you're in that category and you receive your income as pass through in a subchapter S there are tight limits on your ability to get the lower tax rate you're not going to get the benefit that say someone who operates a pass through who operates a manufacturing firm would get or an engineering firm would get I talked to him and he and, and I talked to him and I said I said you're that kind of guy right he said and, and 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 one of the things he pointed out to me which I thought was very interesting he said look I have enough deductions that my taxes for the last several years have been done through the alternative minimum the alternative minimum tax, the AMT. Now, to the best of my knowledge, they have left the AMT for individuals in place. But the exemptions have been raised to a million dollars, and my friend said, I do well, but I don't make a million dollars a year. So I'm now no longer I'm now no longer going to get hit by AMT. And and I said, So is that good for you? And he says, That's fantastic for me. And I said, So you like the bill? He says, Oh, for guys like me, this is perfectly fine. And so I I, I I've drafted, I haven't sent it yet, but I've been drafting a an email to Hugh to say, Don't forget that lit for a lot of people, for this includes, you know. This guy's a partner who's in his 50s. He's a senior member of the firm, and the firm makes pretty darn good money. I can't name the firm for you. You you likely have heard of it, but he's a senior partner who who happens to live up here but, but goes back and forth to the cities regularly, is going to, he says, that's not an issue for me. It is a shame that they didn't get rid of the AMT altogether. I think it's I think it's a stupid. It's a stupid piece. It's a shame that they didn't fully get rid of the of the death tax even though they doubled the exemption. But politics is frequently the case of getting half a loaf rather than a whole loaf, and I think you got a lot of the loaf here. Um and and this is just this this is really quite remarkable. Full expensing of new equipment, right? Full expensing of new equipment is an amazing piece of this bill. It's an amazing piece of this this bill. I I, I actually had wished that they would get rid of some of the bit ones that they ended up keeping. They got rid of the corporate alternative minimum tax, which I think is which which. Given that they didn't do that on the individual side, it strikes me as a little counterproductive. But, but they've been able to remove several several pieces here while protecting. I think, and 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 I think there should be credit. Okay, we've talked already about the Rubio Lee, Rubio and Lee push to uh, make more of the child tax credit refundable. They got a good bit of what they wanted. They didn't get it all. And that's fine. Let's also should go credit to uh, Senator Ron Johnson in uh, from Wisconsin. The benefits of of the tax bill that are going to go to those smaller companies, those those sole proprietorships, subchapter S's and LLCs, are going to get a twenty de- percent tax. De- they're going to get a twenty percent tax deduction on the first three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars of joint income. And that reduces the marginal rate for them down to about 30 percent from from what would have been otherwise 37 percent. And if they're if they're in lower tax brackets, that rate will be even less. I don't think that happens without his efforts. Okay, and so I I, I really think I really think what you're watching is. You, you know, it's not pleasant to watch things get made, and it's not pleasant when you've got a thin majority to have senators saying, well, you got to give me this or you got to give me that, or else I'm not voting for your bill. As I, tell, as I tell everybody who asks, that's just how politics works. It's noisy, it's unpleasant, it, it strikes you as grubby. It's not fun, but it, it, it's there. I want to talk about one more piece, and I need to do this after this because we need to get these messages in here on the King Banyan Show on Business 14 for you.
1: Merry Can't make heads or tails of today's crazy markets? Tune in to Investing for Success every weekday from 4 to 5 p.m. on Business 1440, the Wall Street Business Network, and we will shed some light on investing and how you can get clarity in your investments. Join us for Nepsis Capital Management's Investing for Success, where Wall Street and Main Street meet every day from 4 to 5 p.m. on Business 1440, the Wall Street Business Network.
2: Hi, Bam Ransom here, along
1: with Johnny Dean and Rick, the Professor Plum. We know how important financial planning and wealth education
2: can be. So we're focusing the show on the investment strategy designed for the needs you have today and the goals you have for the future. Join us for Bucket Strategy Investing. Bucket Strategy
0: Investing. Answering questions about your most important financial challenges, your 401Ks, IRAs, Social Security, and more. Join us every day for Bucket Strategy Investing. Tune in every weekday at noon on the new Business 1440.
2: I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job, but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your
0: family. Coming to the Sheraton Bloomington, January 26th and 27th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE, that's eight seven seven nine zero seven eight seven two three, 8723 or go to Tradeway.com, that's Tradeway.com.
3: back king Banyan show business 1440 651-289-4477 it's better it it's it's a better deal than it might have otherwise been and i think some of it has to do with politics one reason the bill got a lot longer um i and i'm not clear again i don't understand senate rules so i don't know why it's possible to do this within the context of a tax bill, but they now have uh, provisions to, uh, to They have provisions in the bill um, for fe- that allow for future development of uh, non-wilderness area of the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. This is clearly um, designed to assist uh, the, in, in getting the vote of uh, Senator Lisa Murkowski uh, of Alaska. Um the Gulf Coast gets a little little bit of this kind of uh tax relief too. Um they um, <laughs> it's it, but noted, right? Two lease sales will be held. At, they stuck this in the bill and it, they're actually advertising this. Two lease sales will be held over the next decade and surface development will be limited to 2,000 federal acres one ten thousandth of all of the Alaska National Wildlife Refuge. It's a tiny tiny bit of the thing. But that was needed to help um to help uh, gain the support of uh Senator Murkowski. Uh and so it's there. Um so so that is there. The the individual mandate penalty tax has been has been removed. Um so so a major piece of the a major piece or plank of the of the affordable care act uh goes away which uh apparently is revenue gaining um they did not eliminate uh support for graduate students um if you get a if you get a, a tuition waiver as a grad assistant it is not going to get taxed your 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 money is stu- they do tax if you get a stipend that does get taxed as uh, my as my daughter has learned over the last year, she was kind of surprised. What I pay tax on it? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to life, kiddo. It's just the way it goes for everybody else. There is this beautiful piece. It's a I love this. The cover story of Barrons, uh, which is um, which is basically the weekend version, a, a weekend version of the Wall Street Journal, but really written more for the uh, for the insiders in Wall Street, um, talks about the impact of of the bill on the municipal bond market. Now, if you want to know what disappoints me, and I'm weird, I've got little things that just make me crazy, I cannot stand the fact that cities and counties will sell bonds in order to build stadiums in that the bonds are treated as tax-exempt. That was in, in one version of the bill that was going to get taken away, and I actually thought it had a chance. But indeed, I could, I'm sure it wasn't just, you know, Roger Goodell uh, showing up saying, oh, I need my stadium for, for for my football teams. You can't take that away. But it would have it would have stopped uh, uh the use of tax exempt bonds for the building of hospitals um in a community or for schools it would have it would have it would have limited the uh, interest deductibility of those pieces it did remove the ability of a of a uh of a municipality to to um refinance at a lower rate um so what would happen is They'd have a bond that was say uh, due in 2021, and they'd say, "Well, I'm not. I'm I'm concerned about what's going to cost for me to refinance that debt. So I'd like to sell bonds now at today's lower rate than I think is going to happen in 2021. 20, I'll invest the proceeds of the bonds in Treasury securities, and then when it comes to 2021, I'll cash out my treasuries and I'll pay off the bond and I'll 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 have the lower I'll have the lower rate. That is now gone, but the most importantly, and this has been the most interesting part of the debate, as far as I'm concerned the state and local tax deduction is still a concern for folks who sell municipal bonds as well as for charities, uh, because uh, they, they write, hampers high, st- high tax states and localities' ability to deal with financial pressures and infrastructure needs makes muni's exempt from state and local taxes more attractive. So they actually really help the municipal bond market. And that's a and that's a big deal that but cutting the rate particularly on the corporate side means that corporate demand for municipal bonds will go down. So so there's a bunch of pearl clutching going on in in Wall Street right now over what's going to happen to the municipal bond market. And, and that's fine, except except for this. Um, let me find this. I've got to find this part of this. Um, it's in here. Oh, here it is. A AAA 10-year municipal bond yielded 1.99% Thursday, compared with a 2.27% for the comparable Treasury note. For an investor in the new top 37% tax bracket, the muni is equivalent to a 316 taxable yield. Even at the 25% bracket, the municipal bond, the 10-year bond is re- equivalent to a 2.65% yield on a taxable security. In other words, municipal bonds will continue to be a sweet deal. So, I'm okay with some of the stuff that happens in politics and and good on you Senator Rubio good on you Senator Johnson. not happy about this piece. We don't all get what we want okay that's that's really that's really too bad that they weren't able to pull in to pull that back a little bit, and frankly, it's too bad that they. That they left the they they continue to allow private private activity bonds um, to be so that they can go build airports and stadiums. I don't know. I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have liked that. Chances are the Trump administration uh, helped uh, kill that provision because it would have gotten in the way of some of the uh, infrastructure plans that the administration has. I'm interested in your thoughts on uh, on the bill. We've. Um, 6512894477 uh, you can uh, queue up now as we head into the final segment of the King Banyan show here on Business gonna
0: 1440
5: from now 'til you
2: gonna be a black christmas baby from now 'til you oh yeah
3: if I can be a leader, I might as well be there.
0: Business 1440 is KYCR, Golden Valley. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on that bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Well, thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in.
6: Alexa, play Business Radio 1440.
0: Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Business 1440 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. You need to make every second count. So
1: when are you going to have time to think of and shop for her perfect gift? Go to Wix and Jewelers. This is the season when the highly trained Wix and staff really shines. They focus all their attention on you. You'll be amazed at how easy they make it. And at their unmatched selection of diamonds and fine watches. How much better will you feel tomorrow knowing that today you bought her exactly what she wants? Wix and Jewelers, just off 35W at 99th and Lindale, Bloomington. Open today 10
6: till 6 and tomorrow noon to 5.
8: All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot. And it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that i i just had to discontinue use but that's not the problem with relief factor so that's huge so if you've been using any form of ibuprofen now you don't have to with relief factor go to relieffactor.com check out the pricing and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful or call 800-500-8384 that's relieffactor.com
3: Binion Show Business 1440. Well not many calls today, not any calls today. Um but uh lots of commentary on um on the Twitter um including uh including a recommendation uh, um Don's gone for classical music, John. Um, uh, in uh, Purcell's uh, "Sweet and Sea," um, which uh, which I actually know, I I, I played violin in an uh, in orchestra for about five years uh, in high school and in college, and um, I think we did that. I I want to say I know we did Purcell. I think I think it was the "Sweet and Sea," but it's it's over forty years. I I, I, I hope I can be forgiven for forgetting that. Anyway, I wanted to touch briefly on the on the the big shoes that dropped over in Europe uh, over the over the last week with the agreement Thursday night um, that uh, they had, that uh, in the words of Donald Tusk, the, the president of the European Council, EU leaders agreed to move on to the second phase of Brexit talks, um, and uh, said, but then also said in the in the same tweet. The second phase will be more difficult than the first. Well, goodness gracious, it's been pretty hard as it is. Uh it's it's been a very hard road so far. Including on Wednesday night a a bill um uh, a, a motion before the Parliament um that uh, the that the government did that the Theresa May government did not want um but there was a there was a motion laid before the Parliament to say that that there had to be a full vote on the Brexit deal at the end before any implementation can happen. Um, in the parliamentary system, it's custom customary that the government will simply move forward and and have a uh, and, and say this is what we're going to do, and they do it, and they don't they don't go and ask Parliament for permission because they have a majority of the, of the votes. But, but, in this case, it was it, it turned out not to be true. Go back a little bit. Go back a little bit. When they first started to announce um, a, a week ago Tuesday that they had a deal and then they didn't have a deal, the reason in that case was the fact that Teresa that ter- May's government is a minority government that has supplied additional votes by uh, the the uh, Dublin U, uh, the Dublin Unionist Party, the DUP, um, which is a northern Northern Irish party that is committed to that is committed to uh, to keeping Northern Ireland in the union and having some degree of separation from the EU. They they were actually a pro Brexit party. And so there was this agreement, well, we'll just, part of the agreement was, well, we're not going to have a strong border between Ireland and Northern Ireland. And the DUP members said, no, 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 that's not at all what we, that's not at all what we want. You can't agree to that. And May had to go back and figure out some other way to find language that would make her partner in the government, her her Northern Irish partners in the government, accept the deal. But, the, but what happened as a result of that was, so they agreed to some additional language. So, the part, so they went to vote and 11 conservatives, 11 Tory MPs went ahead and voted for a requirement that the full agreement has to come back and be approved by Parliament. Now, in the way the European Union works, this is terrible. They don't want to have to wait for a parliamentary approval. They want a prime minister who can make a deal and just, and just make that happen without having to rely on, on a parliamentary vote or, worse, uh, a national referendum. The Europeans have looked at what happened in Greece and said, we don't like referendums, we don't want those anymore. But the but what's happened now is, is that is that she now has an a, an agreement and a handshake, but is told, but your permission does not extend to, um, to making a deal without our handshake on the without our voting approval next time. This is why I believe this is the beginning of the end. Well, the beginning of the end was the vote, but I think we're now pre- pre- approaching the the final end of the Theresa May. Uh, prime Ministership. Okay. In the parliamentary system, a government cannot function when for every move it wishes to make, particularly as regards foreign affairs, it has to go back to the parliament for approval. That is not how that system works. And and I, I, I don't think that will happen. But understand what she agreed to. Besides the, the basically, they've agreed to disagree and settle the Northern Irish peace later but they also agreed to a 2-year transition period which means basically none of the rules on trade can change to more UK oriented pieces until 2021 basically she 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 agreed okay to a plan that said yeah, I know we said we were going to be out by 2019, but the trade rules will still stay, the trade rules that the EU uses in many cases for two years after we exit the EU. So you're going to pay this this 40 to 45 billion pound, um, uh, is it pounds? I think it is pounds. Um, no, it's not, it's euros. Uh, 40 to 45 billion euro uh, uh, divorce payment, this alimony, You've agreed now that EU citizens currently in Britain have all the rights they have before. You're not going to change those. All the rights of British citizens living on the continent don't change. You've agreed to basically having um, having uh, later discussions on the border about Ireland and Northern Ireland. And you've agreed that, that any trade deal that you think you're going to have it's going to be delayed for two additional years. Sort of feels like they gave away the store. I think there's storms ahead in, in, in Europe, and the storms will start because soon with the, uh, with the exit of uh, Theresa May from 10 Downing. And my money's on the next person being a much harder stance on Brexit than May, who campaigned on "no means no," but now "no means" eh, I can wait a couple years. That's a good way to head out the door. We'll be back next week. Uh, get your Christmas shopping done. Enjoy the week. Thank you, John, for all the fantastic music and uh, and for the clips today. And we'll be back with you next week here on the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty.
1: Why don't you get a toupee with some brains in it?
6: Up your backyard barbecue game with Meat Masters Radio. Great grilling and meat-smoking tips, recipes, and talk. Learn barbecue skills on new topics every week. Grab your toupee with brains and giant spatula and join the wild caper. Meat Masters Radio, barbecue radio with an attitude. Meat Masters Radio on Saturdays at 4 p.m. on Business 1440.
5: When you have sleep apnea... Traveling can be a real drag, because you have to drag your big, bulky, home CPAP device with you everywhere you go. But not anymore. Now you can travel easily and sleep comfortably anywhere thanks to Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. And right now, you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. So call now, 1-800-919-2348. Our smallest and most advanced portable design ever, Transcend is as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. You can even add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. Transcend is so incredibly small and light, you can easily fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. Now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't delay. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call MiniCPAP.com now. 1-800-919-2348.
2: Call
1: AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263